Hello, I am really excited to be back here with the second season of the Relove podcast. I took a little bit of a break because I had the biggest group I've ever had in the Relove cocoon over the last 12 weeks. And I've also been running a pretty exciting pilot program uh, in schools to support teenage girls to develop self-esteem, which has been amazing. We've been getting some really good results there. And I've also been working on a book. So I have a wealth of material, which I'll be drawing on in this second season of the Relove podcast, all very much around helping you to strip back any blocks to love and supporting you in the dating and relating process. In this particular episode, I'm going to be talking about, I suppose, a theme that I've noticed with so many of my clients is that there's almost like an underlying belief that there is something wrong with them. And maybe some people might be actually thinking those specific words, asking themselves the question, like, is there something wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out if you're having trouble dating or really connecting with someone that has you come alive and where you get really excited about, you know, the connection. A lot of the time, it's not actually as specific as that. It can be an underlying belief that will in turn lead to negative thought patterns and that might in turn lead to some difficult emotions. So you might be then spiraling into feelings of despair or futility, thinking that there's really no point even trying if you're not having luck on the dating apps. And then potentially even kick in some mental rationalization, which can be good if it's then supporting you to then take positive action to say, get back on the court with dating. But A lot of the time, what I find is like that mental rationalization can lead to resignation. So almost like saying, oh, you've got a good enough life as it is anyway. And maybe you're just not cut out for love, but there's plenty of other things that might be something that you can focus on in this particular lifetime. And look, if you're feeling happy and at peace, if you're feeling whole and content inside of yourself and you're choosing not to focus on love and dating and relationships, then that's one thing. But if you're resigning yourself to that because you feel like it's just not possible for you, and again, to come back to that underlying belief, because you feel like there might actually be something wrong with you in some way, that you feel like you might be too damaged by past relationships. You might feel like you are missing something, that you're not actually a catch, that you're over the hill, that you've waited too late, that you've focused on a career or you've stayed in a relationship that wasn't serving you for too long and missed the signs. So there's so many ways that you can go into a cycle of rumination and beating yourself up as an expression of this underlying belief that there is something wrong with you. Now, if this is sounding familiar, please do not despair. Spoiler alert, there is nothing wrong with you. And I'm going to share a little bit about why through the lens of self-worth and self-esteem. And I'm going to give you some practical ways to work with these different concepts so that you're not just feeling more optimistic and confident about your future in love, but you've got a sense of what steps you can take to start to see the fruits of your labor. So firstly, self-worth speaks into your intrinsic value as a human. So someone who's really deeply embodied in their self-worth has that knowing on a cellular level that they are lovable, 
because they are alive, right? They are worthy of love because you exist. And this is something that can't be taken away. This is something which is, again, intrinsic to every human on the planet. That is self-worth. Now, there's a difference between self-worth and self-esteem, which is your assessment of yourself, the value of what you do and how you show up and what you think and feel. So you actually do need to have a very healthy self-worth and a very healthy or accurate self-esteem working together in tandem to be in a place of self-love. So the the, the foundation, if you will, is having a healthy self-worth and a healthy self-esteem. Okay, so what does all of this look like then in practice? So someone who is not fully embodied in their self-worth might say not just like, what did I do wrong? But they might say to themselves, I am wrong. And you can see the difference there, right? Because if you're feeling like you are wrong on a deep fundamental level, there's actually not really much that you can do about that. You can get yourself into a tailspin if you're believing fundamentally that you are wrong. And then that energy can kind of leak through into all of your uh, thoughts. And then also the way that you're showing up, your words, the way that you're relating to people. And so that's going to be a bit of a repellent ultimately, or it's going to attract people who are going to take advantage of that, whether or not they're like fully toxic or manipulative or whether they're just you know, people who see an opportunity in a way to, to take and they're going to very happily accept what it is that you give because you feel like on a deep level, you're operating at a deficit at the core of your being. So we do obviously want you to come back to your natural self-worth. And hey, the great thing about self-worth is that you can't actually lose it. It is intrinsic. It is innate. You do have self-worth simply by being alive. However, what often happens is that people put up blocks between themselves and their self-worth, which means that they're not deeply connected with their self-worth. They're not deeply embodied in their self-worth. And this is what we do with the Relove program is we strip back these blocks and support you to come back into your beautiful, natural essence and to live in this place. And the Cliff Notes edition of that is that the, the secret is self-compassion, self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And there's a whole process that I lead people through. But even if you just start speaking more kindly to yourself, even if you make that commitment to be kind with yourself, then you are well on the way to returning to your natural self-worth. And when I am working with someone who is feeling very overwhelmed or despairing about the current landscape of dating, and here I'm talking namely the dating apps, I am very quick to encourage them to just remember that this is not just a once in a generation disruption in the way that people meet and connect, but it's more like a once in a millennia disruption. It is so unusual what has happened in just such a short amount of time in terms of the online dating world. And of course, that's happening at a period in time where we have intense disruption on the planet and a collective reworking of social norms and gender norms. And in 
addition to that, now we have this strange like 2D way that we connect with and meet people online as the primary way of connecting, right? And of course, you can still meet in the wild and meet the old fashioned way through friends and all of those different things. But the reality is, is that most people who are seeking something in that romantic, intimate wheelhouse will at least have a dating app. Uh, We'll have a dating app profile. We'll be using the dating apps in some way, even if it's a bit half-heartedly. And the whole dating app experience, even if you're not using the apps, has fundamentally changed the landscape in the way that people do connect and relate. What I invite people to really note first and foremost is that there has been a fundamental change. Everybody who is dating is affected by this reality, even by the changing nature of supply and demand, if you will, because there's now an infinite supply of potential options for you, like potential suitors for you and potential suitors for other people that you're connecting with. So again, even if you're not using the dating apps actively, just the very nature of that disruption means that people are starting to connect with and relate with each other differently than before. And so this is bringing me to the point around self-esteem, which is your perception of how you are thinking and feeling and acting and showing up. And I invite you here to consider that there might be skills that you can acquire. So things that you can do that are going to firstly bring better results as you navigate this moment in time and also are going to have you feel again, really positive about yourself and feel really confident that you're not doing the wrong thing. You are showing up in the absolute best possible way. And of course you can't control the outcome, how you're going to be received, but knowing that you are showing up as your real, true, authentic self. And that is over time going to make you naturally attractive to people who are going to be aligned for you, who are going to be real contenders for you to explore establishing that beautiful, healthy, loving, nourishing partnership with in time. And so the first of those skills is again, self-compassion, just being kind with yourself that the reason why you are finding this challenging in this moment of time is simply because it is challenging. It's because there has been this once in a millennia disruption. And so it is nothing to do with you. Everybody is finding it challenging. So self-compassion, speaking with loving kindness with yourself. And the next thing is keep it moving into acceptance. And acceptance really is a skill because Even though you may wish things were different, even though you may wish that things would go back to the old fashioned way, the current reality is that people use dating app profiles. So even if you don't use a dating app profile, people that you're interested in might be using dating app profiles. And like I was saying before, the whole digital dating world has fundamentally changed the landscape of dating and relating. It is a fact. And so not resisting that fact, but just accepting that fact is going to then lead you into the most important thing. And that is developing skills. And the great thing about skill development is that you can do it. Skills are something that you can learn and learning how to date and learning how to relate is absolutely a skill. It's something that you can learn. You just need to make a commitment to acquiring skills, to showing up and practicing skills once you've learned them, to not just sort of give it one go one day on the app, set up a dating app profile and then freak out and delete the profile. It's about actually applying this 
new skill set, learning the new language of how to date in the current moment, and then continuing to practice that language until you get to a place of if not mastery, then at least getting great results. And this is what I support my clients with, to have this healthy and accurate self-esteem. So looking to see how they are thinking, how they're feeling, how they're showing up, and to support them to get the kind of results that they are longing for. And a lot of the time, what I find is that people are really going to take over responsibility or they're going to internalize blame for something that they can do absolutely nothing about, which is they're feeling like there's something fundamentally wrong with them or that they're fundamentally damaged as a person. And it's a trap because it's going to lead you into a place of paralysis where then you're not going to feel like you are capable or you're not going to feel confident to then move forward and take the actions and by that, I mean practice self-compassion, self, uh, self-acceptance, acceptance of the reality, and then start to acquire the sort of skills that are going to lead you into very different results when you're working and navigating inside of the world of love. Um, so the self-worth piece is really, really, really important to really ground into. And then it is also important to have a very healthy or accurate self-esteem about how you're showing up, understand how you are perceived, and to know that so much of that is skills-based and skills are things that you can absolutely learn. You can think about the dating apps as really requiring you to learn a new language and if you commit to learning a new language, if you study a new language, if you have a great process for learning a new language, then very quickly you're going to be fluent in that new language. And then you're going to be having a totally different experience when you're conversing in the new land, in your new language with other people who are there. And I know this is possible because I too had to learn these skills of dating and relating and I used to be extremely ineffective actually with these skills. I used to have a very poor filtration system in real life and I used to be pretty wooden when I showed up on the dating apps. I didn't really understand how to connect and how to flirt and how to play and you know, this has nothing to do with what your pictures look like, by the way. It's everything to do with your energy that you're bringing into the interaction. And it's not about games and it's not about like having to be particularly witty. It is simply about having the confidence to truly be yourself. So allow your natural essence to be seen and felt and uh, experienced, right? And then there's a very natural flow that occurs. So it is skills-based. And again, I just want to emphasize how much you can learn this and how much easier it is to learn it once you have got that healthy foundation of self-worth and self-esteem. Because, you know, again, I was really lacking in those areas as well. I had a very distorted view of how I was perceived or how I was showing up. And I also had a pretty leaky love field in the sense that my self-worth was something I was actually really disconnected from. I might've had an intellectual knowing that I deserved love, but I wasn't deeply fully embodied in that knowing in the area of intimate and romantic relating. Like in other areas of my life, my career, I had pretty dialed in. But when it came down to that very tender part of connecting with someone in a romantic sense, like I really had to peel back a lot of the layers and protection and conditioning 
around my heart. And with help, I had to develop skills that allowed me to show up as my most authentic self and to express myself in a way that then allowed me to be magnetic and for potential suitors to see me and pursue me and to, you know, eventually be in a place where I chose someone and went into a beautiful, healthy relationship that I find myself in. So it is possible, you know, and I kind of scrambled around in the brambles for a really long time, making a lot of errors in this process. And so this is one of the reasons why I can really relate and speak to so many of my clients from the inside out, because I have been there. I know how demoralizing it can be. I know how frustration, frustrating, sorry, it can be. And I also know that there are things that you could be doing and there are skills that you could be learning and acquiring, which is going to make the entire process so much more fun and get you better results. And I can't tell you how many people I have worked with who have been so anti-dating apps in the beginning and, you know, have then followed my advice and instructions have asked me for help, you know, and taken on board what it is that I have suggested that they do and double down on the skill development until they are showing up in a different way and getting different results. So going from a really non-existent love life and a feeling of, you know, feeling too shy and embarrassed or then to really show up online or, or then on the other side of it, sort of just feeling a bit frustrated and annoyed about the whole need to show up in that way in order to, you know, be connecting uh, in the current moment. And so, you know, really supporting people to, to shift into a place of seeing it as something which can be absolutely developed as a skill set and which can be shifted, like the experience of having like that drought Sahara desert dry kind of love life into actually having fun on the dating apps, actually having interesting people show up on the dating apps, finding that there are going to be, you know, potentially an abundance of really appropriate, fantastic, uh, fascinating people that you really do want to explore with showing up. And yes, primarily on the dating apps, but again, like it's not exclusive. Any of these skills which you can develop then are going to have knock-on effects in other parts of your life. And so I always say, stay really open to the possibility of meeting someone anywhere, you know, including on the dating apps. And it's oftentimes the people who are most resistant to the dating apps in the very beginning who get the most amount of joy, I suppose, out of the process. And they realize that they can learn how to do it. They can learn the language of the apps. They can have a really amazing experience on the apps. And I've had multiple women who were very anti-dating apps then move into beautiful, loving, committed relationships with people that they actually met on the apps after going through the process. So it's possible. I hope that you are taking from this something that's going to help you to feel a little bit better and then take constructive action to move forwards because love is absolutely possible for you. You can absolutely dissolve any blocks that are holding you back from being able to receive and then also be an active participant in co-creating a beautiful, healthy, loving relationship. I'd love to hear from you if this resonated with you and I hope that you have a beautiful day.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Head on over now to essiespencer.com to do my free quiz to find out where exactly you're blocked on the relove wheel. And I will email you a free love potion so you can dissolve that block. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm Essie Spencer, and you'll often find me riffing on my Insta stories about all things love. So please do come and say hi because I love to connect with you. If you are interested in working together, make sure you keep an eye on the emails for the next enrollment of the Relove program, which is a really juicy, delicious group experience where we go into the magical cauldron together, um, building a beautiful foundation of self-worth and welcoming in real love. You can also drop me a note on the contact form over ezzyspencer.com if you're interested in private work as well. Thank you so much for being here. I wish you all the love.